today, my heart is heavy. My anxiety is high. I'm a mother of two black sons and seven grandsons. The worry, where do I place it? I pray. I sit it in God's hands, but yet my heart is heavy, especially because I gave birth and a large part of my legacy is the black man. Hey guys, this is Nisi. Um, thank you for tuning in to She's Misunderstood for today. Today um, is a, a sensitive subject. Today we are going to be talking about our black men. I do have here with me my sidekick, Fire. Your girl with three eyes, and I don't feel that hot today. But to I sizzle, am. I know. Yes. And then we asked our other friend and a family member to, she's misunderstood, Reggie on the show. Reggie, how are you? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing. Good, good. So um, we're just going to jump right into today's show because it is something that we need to address because our um, Black men are being misunderstood right now. That's how I feel. Um, I know that Reggie has some some comments and thoughts on it, and I know Fire definitely has some comments and thoughts on it. So we're going to get right to it. I'm going to start off with um, Fire going in on it. Mm. Um. Literally, I had just gotten out of the bed today. Mm -hmm. I was in the bed for two days, just there. And I would turn the TV off. I haven't slept in two days. Um, anxiety is real. Mm -hmm. And I think this really hits me in a personal place because my oldest son lived in Nebraska. Um, he's been jumped by five white guys. Mm -hmm. And he's also... You know, he had a BMW at the time and the window was was smashed when he came out of a club and it was a card saying we're going to make America great again. Oh, wow. And being here, he was stopped. And he reached over, you know, looking for the, the insurance card because he didn't know where she had put it. Mm -hmm. And they made him get out the car. And when he was able to call me, you could hear the fear in his voice. But right now I'm I'm going to be honest, I don't talk to my son. My son doesn't want to talk to me right now. So I'm at a loss for what do I do? Right. What do I say? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I love my son. I understand he's young and you may not understand me. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just watching these, watching these protests watching yeah. the rioting, mm -hmm. you know, people don't understand that the bill of rights is really about property. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really sit there and talk about it. It throws us in at the end. Um, Reggie, are y'all protesting riots? No. Me personally? No, Florida. just in Florida. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Jacksonville, they protested yesterday. They had on the day. Um, they protested in Miami. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is the South. This right. is the South. So, yeah. So, yes, they 
your protest. And what are your thoughts on everything that's going on? Because I know you have sons as well. Yes. Um, yeah, my oldest is 26. I have a 24-year-old. And I have a 17-year-old. Um, I've had many, many conversations with my sons. And even my 17-year-old, actually, like, two years ago, at the age of 15, he was 15 at the time, he had a conversation with me. Because he kind of, um, I was living in Atlanta, and he knows me, and basically he was like, Dad, this is what I want you to do if you get pulled over. And we like, put your hands on the wheel. He just went through a scenario with me just for his concern, his um, peace of mind that I wouldn't do anything to put myself in harm's way. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of explain to him the reality of the situation. Like, it doesn't matter. And now it's seen on TV that you can put your hands on the wheel. You can have all the bright paperwork. You can comply. You can do whatever you're supposed to do, and it's all right. And they're going to find a reason to do what they're going to do. And I've witnessed this. Like, I had posted something yesterday and today. Firsthand, like I never personally had police brutality. I've never personally had a police officer physically do anything to me. Mm-hmm. I have been driving while black. I have been pulled over many times. I have been called boy. I, you know, that mm-hmm. in all states, because been in the military, you, you've been everywhere. I, I just, I've seen it, but to the degree of the physicality that they're doing it now, I've never personally experienced that. And I guess it's the reason because I'm built differently by being in the Marine Corps. We're taught to survive. Mm-hmm. And so my conversations with my sons are different because all three of my sons are different. My oldest, he a wild boy. If some happens, he's not going to be one that's going to sit there and let them choke him out. I know that. No matter what I say to him, he had that revolutionary mindset. So the only thing I say to him is I give him wisdom and I give him guidance. But I can't fault him. I can't chastise him. I can't because in 92, when they did the, what they did to Rodney King, I felt a certain way, even though I was in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. So I just tell him to channel his anger and his emotion in a certain way. They're riding here. They burnt a cop car up yesterday. They said that a cop um, got slashed. That's what was said. I've seen the other side, too. I've seen a ride in Atlanta. I'm not a proponent of the marching because I've seen what marching is done. I've seen MLK march, so I'm not going to go out there and I'm not going to do a peaceful protest. That just that just not me because I know at the end of the day, it's not going to change anything. In order to change, in my opinion, what's going on, I don't believe it's going to be a war because we will never win a physical war with the police. We have enough economic 
power, in my opinion. If, if the people that had the platform and actually had the money focus and put their money together, like they got this hashtag now, unfund the police. If, if all these people with this money actually concentrated and put their efforts together because money runs the economy and money sucks. Because look what happened in China. When that NBA owner spoke out against China about what they were doing in Hong Kong, that one NBA player stood up. But China told the NBA, we're taking all this money away. What did the NBA do? They apologized. Mm. They bowed down. We stop supporting these people that's not supporting us, I guarantee they'll be changed. Right. But we don't want to like that. We right. still want we still want to look good. Because we don't want to give up the comforts. No. There's certain comforts that they provide. Mm-hmm. And if we just looked a little deeper, those are also comforts that we have within the Black community. Okay. But yeah. mm-hmm. if it's a Black hair store and she's on the Southeast side mm-hmm. and I'm on the Northwest side, mm-hmm. but it's one right up the street. Right. I'm going to look at the convenience of it. Mm-hmm. And we are hair care alone with the black woman is a billion dollar mm-hmm. plus a year business. Yes. If we just kept, you're right, Reggie, if we kept the money here within us, right. you would take the power mm-hmm. away from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my my question is me raising a young black man He's 10. You having grandsons, Fire. How, what can I do to prevent? Because he, I was telling him about it. And he was like, it's like the movie The Hate You Give, the movie you told us to watch. And I was like, yes, it is. But I want him to understand that he's, he's powerful. He's, he's appreciated. He's loved. But he's 10. I'm trying to guard him. I'm I'm trying to, I don't want to sugarcoat anything for him, but I'm also trying to guard him. Um, for, for me, that's where it's the importance of having a man. Yeah. Because we as women cannot completely raise, completely I see it, not impossible, mm-hmm. a black man. Mm-hmm. And instill with him all the things, the rights, the wishes, the importance, the Mm -hmm. value of who he is. Right. That's why you need, you keep doing what you're doing. You know, just keep letting him know. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't don't sugarcoat him. Because like in in my era and a little bit after, you know, the the black man was kind of like, or a man was like, "Mm, if you have a whole bunch of girlfriends, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and the the black woman was taught, you got to be strong. Right. So I think that's where we are right now kind of kind of clash because it's like the woman was taught to do certain things. Mm-hmm. That does not mean we do not respect them. Right. I just think that we're walking in our roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but just keep praying for them. Yeah. Because you can't stop. If if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. Just keep him around your dad, good mentors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let him see what a strong black 
man looks like. And then also let him see the other labels were given, even if you do it through a movie. Right. Let him see what a thug is. Let him see what a gangster is. Let him Mm -hmm. see what all these, you know, Mm -hmm. let him see so that he's educated Mm -hmm. on all sides of the fence. And I like how Reggie said, you know, his sons are different. Right. My kids, my sons are different. My Mm -hmm. grandsons are different. Mm -hmm. And it's just about, and it's so funny. It's really, really funny because my oldest grandson is 14 and he's, Right now, he's the the darkest one in my, and then the youngest one is about eight months, mm-hmm. and he looks like he's white. Mm-hmm. So, and I have everything in between. Right. Mm-hmm. So, when you see me out with them, you get I get the looks. Yeah. But it's not until I put them up and you see the same nose, then they're right. like, oh, okay, that's her grandbaby. But right. I just get, I get, I get the looks. I get yeah. the wow, how. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like, like, like you said, I'm military. Mm-hmm. And that opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I was closed off being here. Mm-hmm. I was raised on the east side, closed off. You know, I, I remember seeing, I can tell you, like, off the bat, it was just my uncles that were married to my aunts, my grandfather, and my uncles that I saw as men. Mm-hmm. But I never really saw that stand up, take. Yeah, I did. I didn't see that. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I'm glad that we are able to have you know Reggie here who can say. Because being a Marine and retired from that and being a black, black man, that's a feat in itself, okay? Yeah. Because the Marines just something from, you know, you get that from the military. They don't play. Mm-hmm. They, they don't yeah. play. And I can see him giving off that demeanor in a look. Right. Yeah. Now, that should be a class we have that <laughs> we look. teach the, yeah. you know, young people. Look here, this is how you give that demeanor off. Yeah. But, you know, I spoke to a... um. My friend's mom called me this morning and she's 69 and she's from Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. And she was like, the other day I I called her to see how she was doing and talk about what was going on. And she was like, I just can't watch it anymore. Mm -hmm. She says, what people don't know is I live this. She says, so I just have to unplug and detach and go away. Yeah. And so she called me this morning and she was like, um, I hope you didn't feel. No, I said, no, no, no. I I truly understand. And she was like, the young people today don't know their history. Yeah. They don't know yeah. their history. Who is who is their Martin Luther King? They don't have. Yeah, who is their who is their Malcolm X? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. It kind of just faded away. It just went away. It went away. You know, so who's who's out there organizing? It who? faded away, but it didn't. We chose, people chose different routes. There's still people out there that are activists. There's still people out there that um, support the people. Mm -hmm. But society has made it. And when I say society, have you ever heard of the, not the Jim Collard, what is that? that paper I was just talking about the other day, people like it's fake. Um, it tells you how to um to break down a black man. And it's and, a, a paper for that. Yeah, 
Yes, it's a paper. It's called the. I'm gonna Google it in a second while we're talking. But people saying it's fake. However, if it's fake or if it's real, everything. Willie Lynch letter. The Willie Lynch letter. If you Google the Willie Lynch letter and you look at the Willie Lynch letter. Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch. Whatever is fake or real, if you look at the stuff that's on there, it's being done it's systematically being done separate the family keep keep the black man out the house there make the go. black man more independent mm-hmm. than the black man welfare system what's the welfare system you get more money for being a single mom with kids than mm-hmm. you do if you have a man or mm-hmm. a husband in the house yeah you're making them dependent upon the government Two, women are getting paid, they're, they're getting promoted at a high rate. All of this is being done, then the other stuff is going on. It's being done where the role of a black man is being decreased. Homosexuality, whether you like it or not, is way more predominant, prominent now than it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the history of it, it came from Europe, and the slave owners, it was called Bucky, where they would take the strongest black man, yep. and they would rape him. In front of women. So. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that yes, that that breaks down the male ego, because if you got the biggest, the baddest person, like, on the block, on the plantation, and you mm-hmm. physically. Yes. Defeat a man like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So for you raising your son and your grandsons, what I learned is history. Not just the slavery and the plantation history, but like the Malcolms, the Martins, the Marcus Garveys, the people that made a stand. Learn your history. Go back to Africa. We were kings and queens. Like everyone wants to say, right. oh, we stopped at slavery. No, mm-hmm. we, didn't, we didn't. Our history does not begin at slavery. It no. does not end slavery. Once a black man and even a black woman, once you understand where you really come from, mm-hmm. you don't have to be a basketball player. You don't have to be athlete. There were people that were successful that never played sports in their life. Frederick Douglass. We can we invented what fifty percent of the stuff, sixty percent of the stuff. Yeah, like they weren't athletes. Mm-hmm. We had people, they took away our whole ability to read. This is not even our language. These people learned this language on their own, invented stuff. Louis Latimer, the filament for the light bulb. The light bulb don't work without his filament. That's what, that's what makes the light bulb work. Mm-hmm. All we did, they were not athletes. They were not entertainers. Right. But we're stuck on, you have to be this to be successful, but you don't and that's how they shaped it. If you if you're not this, you're not successful. Don't be smart. Don't go to school. Don't learn your history. Mm. I learned in nineteen. If you want to hide something from a black man, you put it in a book. Mm. Exactly because we don't read. And my mom always said we would be better off as people if we would just read. Come on, yes. come on. On my page. Oh, I didn't mean to cut you off on my page today. A friend of mine sent me this um this link. It says protesters don't fall for the trap. And I put it on my um 
on my, on my page, on my Stephanie Nias page on Facebook. And it was really talking about, and the man who was talking had all these books mm-hmm. behind him. He's talking about how in New York, they, when they had the riots, they cut off 14th street. Mm-hmm. Like they burned everything down and only two things survived a, a, a flower store and another lady's shilling store. And, but what she did, cause she's been there even through the riots and she put a sign on the door that said black owned mm-hmm. and they passed by. It's kind of like how they said in the Bible, they put the, the blood on the, the blood on the post mm-hmm. and the, so he was saying how he saw in Michigan, it was a, um, a Caribbean restaurant mm-hmm. and they put black owned on the outside of their building. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, now you want to be black. There's so many forms. Yeah. You know, we don't, you know, we don't understand that, you know, if a child has a father or if they have, have black blood in them, you're really considered black. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. Hmm? Yes, you are. I think like 0.5%. If there's any black in you, you considered to be black. Yes. So if we are really like the dominant. If Africa is a country that has so many fillers Mm -hmm. that it stands on, Mm -hmm. diamonds, golds, oil, Mm -hmm. their own. Mm -hmm. And he's right. We, we, We take on everybody else's stuff. Our religion is not our own. Yeah. But... You, as long as you believe in something, like I said, right now, for me, this is a very, very touchy subject. I'm to times like these, it's like my, my children and my grandchildren are blessings, mm-hmm. but I don't want anything to happen to them. Right. You know, and I do, I have the hot headed sign and you know, I have the other one that, you know, I'm, I'm, I I know this and dot, 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 and I'm very educated. Okay. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that, but you're right. We need to read. What we need to do is we need to sit down and we need to have family time where we read the whole family. Okay. Here's this book. Mm -hmm. We're going to read it after you finish each chapter. So you don't forget in case, just in case your recollection is not well, and we're going to discuss it. It's just, we just need to do things a little different. Right. You know, the, everybody believes that everything that's on your phone is absolutely correct. Yes. yes. Everything yes. on Facebook and Instagram is absolutely, that's what you live by. No. Mm-hmm. Go pick up something out a of book. a library. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Reggie, do you feel that um, our Black men are misunderstood and underappreciated? By who? By black women. Hmm. Um. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. By society. No, because black men are not misunderstood by other races, and I'm gonna put that out there because if we were, then we wouldn't be such a considered such a threat to them. Okay. So if we. If, if we if, if we were considered, if they really thought we were just thugs and ignorance and monkeys and all other stuff that people throw out there, 
then they won't be trying to take it out of home for one. They won't be trying to kill us at any rate. They won't be doing all that stuff because if something's not a threat to you, you don't. You, you know, know, you leave it alone, right? Yeah, you don't entertain it. So, right. yes, for the women, yes, because as a black man, there's so many. I read this book when I was like 24, and it was called Mask. There's so many different masks that you have to wear as a black man because you can't be too emotional because you're weak. You can't cry yourself. You can't talk back at work because then you're arrogant. You can't be too confident because then you're cocky. So there's so many different things that if you portray is perceived in a certain way. And then Everyone has the image of what they want you to be. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you're always trying to conform to societal views. And that and so when you're dealing with a woman, oh my daddy won't like this, my uncle won't like this, like my boss ain't like this. So it's like you're always they're always trying to put you in a lane. Wow. But like I said before, go back and read a book and learn history and you will see that no, we're not arrogant. We're, we're, how am I going to be arrogant in my blood and my heritage, my lineage comes from kings and queens? How, how am I arrogant? This is who we are in the beginning. So I'm just following along with it. So and then that, that's why people kind of get it mixed up. People are like, oh, you're arrogant, you're this. I'm like, no, I know my abilities. I'm confident. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go and say some crazy stuff like, oh, I can beat Michael Jordan, that, not that team. So I know, but you, if you're not confident within yourself, if you don't believe in yourself, you're never going to be successful in life. Mm-hmm. But they don't want you to believe in yourself. So it's like you have to cater and tone down or you have to say certain things, certain ways, to certain people, as long as it's respectful, mm-hmm. and I'm not cursing at you or something like that. If I feel a certain way, and I'm laying it respectful, then you shouldn't have a problem with my opinion or my view because that's my opinion or my views. Mm-hmm. And so, as a woman, sometimes they don't look at your opinion or your views as what it is because, like we had on the last podcast, they have a certain view of how you should act and what you should say. Right. So, you, women can be emotional because oh, you're emotional. You have babies. You have hormones. You have a cycle. Man, you, you don't get a chance to get in your feelings. When we get a chance to get in our feelings, you're right. You're right, and I think that is wrong. That's one thing that if you cry too much, you're depressed. Mm-hmm. If you are happy, overly happy all the time, you're manic. Mm-hmm. It's always a label. Mm-hmm. If you're very, very angry, you're, you're psychotic. It's, it's, it's their labels, the labels. And you're so, he's so right. We are still in slavery right now. Housing. I need a roof over my head, but I can't pay this whole amount. Right. But like he said, if, if I'm married, I can't get, or I can't have, mm-hmm. um, welfare. Mm-hmm. 
you know, let me get that, let me get the food stamps, let me get the tanner. But right. so why are you even so why are you even pushing people, young people today to even want to get married? Yeah. It's like it's it's easier for us to survive staying apart. Mm-hmm. But we That's we nice. but we need each other. We need nice. each other. You don't see the other races doing that. <laughs> that was one That's thing I was gonna tell you. Yes. Exactly. Other races aren't doing that. And I even saw a post about um, a black man and either an Asian or a Hispanic woman. They cherish that black man. But us women, we always have a downplay, I guess you can say, of a black man. I just think Um, that also when a black man is when you come from a household and you, you look at it, a lot of white homes, a lot of Asian homes, that dad is still there. Yeah. Yeah. So she's raised to value that's and appreciate. What she's looking at. That's, that's how what she grew seen. up. Right. Yeah. If I haven't grew up like that, yeah. What am I looking at? Mm-hmm. How do I deal with it? Mm-hmm. Same thing with money. That's you, it. You ever, you ever heard it called old money? Like, like you know, oh. you never, you never see wealthy families go broke, do you? No. Right. No. No. But, but no matter how much. The air messes up, or how stupid it is, they, they don't go broke. But then you see black people or minorities, and I'm not gonna use the word minority because someone's I heard this on um who was saying something that I seen on Instagram, and they were like, like, I'm not gonna use minority. Oh, yeah, um, Kristen Keys. He said, Because there's nothing minor about us. And I said, You know what? That's deep. Mm, mm, that's deep. I like, repeat that's that. Deep. Repeat that. Okay. So what were you saying, I, Reggie? Go ahead. I've noticed that in life, I deal with this a lot in the Marine Corps and um, in the civilian sector, just dealing with people and business and stuff like that. I've had most friction or kickback when moving up when I had a black supervisor, especially a, a another male. No, black females, no, I didn't have this issue with because they were very mentoring and nurturing. Mm-hmm. But a black man never wants to give up his position to the next black man. And that's the difference between when I was younger and the Malcolm, the Martins, and the Marcus Garvey's. Mm-hmm. Now everyone holds on to that spot instead of bringing the next generation on to take their place. That's why there's a void because we cut, it got cut off. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be the top dog, so like the next generation is coming in instead of mentoring them and leading them to take their spot, is they still holding on to their spots? Yeah. And, and you know what? This is really, really new, the way Black women are. Because I can look back and remember, my grandma stayed at home. My dad went to work. Mm-hmm. She took care of the house. He took care of the bills. Right. And if you even look at like different movies, like Fences with with Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. And when the baby came, it wasn't even her baby and Viola Davis. It wasn't hers, but she didn't leave him. Right. I mean, she raised that child and then eventually, you know, it was just like, it wasn't so easy for us to walk away Mm -hmm. from something back then because it wasn't, it wasn't the welfare and housing and all that wasn't there. And like, I'm just really shocked about the letter. And when slavery ended, then massive incarceration stepped in. Mm. So 
Go ahead, Reggie. Slavery didn't end. They just transformed it into another dynamic. True. I just mean when people were actually, quote, unquote, you know, owned and stayed on plantations, they just changed the plantations in the penitentiaries. Yes. Um, so you can't really falter. You know, they put they put crack in our in our freaking neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a setup from the word go. Mm-hmm. And like he said, you're you don't do anything unless you're scared of someone. So you were asking me, like, you need to. I need to, Reggie, we need to just drop those seeds in our children and our friends and whoever we see. Young man, you are important. You are valuable. Right. You know, we need we need to read. Mm-hmm. We need to educate ourselves. We need to take back. Yeah. In the, the society of young people today, someone texted me. And when I got this, I was like, wow. Because I, I asked, I said, what do you think about, you know, what's going on with the with the protesters? And I got, they're tired, angry, smart, and they don't give a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bought that life. They bought that life. life. You know, yeah. like, okay, you know what? Well, you can do what you want to do, mm-hmm. and we can do this. And, you know, that famous word, whoop de whoop, you know. Yeah, right. If you, you know, they famous for that. Let's do, uh, yeah. let's do this. Yeah. You know, we yeah. they've learned to either, if I'm going to settle, I'm going to settle. Or I'm not gonna settle. I just wish I, I, they knew if they had never destroyed, never didn't have all these three strikes, you're outlaws. This man, the man that the cop, mm-hmm. the the he the used to be cop, the, mm, mm-hmm. that had his knee on this man for over eight minutes, over. George Floyd for eight minutes. Do you know they worked together? Yes, I saw that. In a club for like 17 years. Yeah. And then when you see the other picture, you see the young girl, the young girl recorded it. She was young. She says, I'm tormented. That's a, right. that's something you're never going to get, get out, out of, of your, your head. head. Then you, when you see the vision come, when it's three of them, mm-hmm. because he was tall, it was three of them. And, and and how do you feel as a mother mm-hmm. when you're, he's crying out, Mama? Yeah, yeah. And that makes you think, did he cry, Daddy? Mm. I never thought about that. Who would have been, the, but he probably would have thought they may give more sympathy and understanding to my mother. And they may retaliate on my dad. Mm. I read that um his mother, like he was real close to his mother, and his mother passed. And I read this on Sean King's page, and like he used to have, he had the religious background, and he said that in his experience, and he's heard it before, that a lot of people, when they're quote unquote crossing over. They see a loved one, and and that they said those were the last words he said. Mm. Like, Mama was, and after that, he didn't say anything else. He was gone. Mm. That's amazing, though. Could you imagine if you were met? You know, if you were met in in heaven, like, because we don't know what you know what Jesus and what God looks like. 
but we know that person that raised us, that, that significant person that right. we were close, somebody. And if that person is the one that you see hmm. and they're yeah. already gone and they cross over and you're crossing over and you're like, oh, wait a minute, mama, mm-hmm. you know, oh, auntie, mm-hmm. you know, who, that would be a beautiful thing. Yeah. But by all of them being on him, like in the military, we, we learned rules of engagement and like, when I went to Iraq, we had certain rules of engagement. Like, you can't shoot unarmed um, citizens. You can't, like, if it was an enemy, they didn't have a weapon, blah, 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 blah. There are certain rules of engagement. And then we have we have combat tactics, and we have what we call Marine Corps martial arts. And I, I, I got to the high level with the bike belt. You can subdue somebody. You can control somebody. And I posted this on my Instagram without all that. Mm-hmm. You can physically choke somebody out, put somebody. They do it all the time in UFC. This was this was confusing me. You see, you see people fight in the UFC. They fight MMA, and someone gets choked out. Mm-hmm. They put they're too sleep, and then they wake them up. So for you to apply that much pressure to kill someone, you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. One, two, it don't take four cops. I don't care if he's six five two. 80, you can restrain someone. There's certain body parts, there's certain things that you can do to someone, and they're not going to move because if you have them in a certain position, they move, they're going to snap their wrist. And the pain of your wrist getting ready to snap is going to stop you in your tracks. So all of this stuff that they're doing is unnecessary. And then they trying to then they try to justify, well, he's this tall, or he he was resisting. It, no, it don't take all that. Trust me. I, I've taken people down just twice my size, because we have to train against people that are height, but not our weight. And I was like 190, 195. And 6'2", 190, 195 is not big in the military. These cats are 215 and above. So all this stuff that they're doing, it don't take that. And I've had, I have friends that are in the police force that they retire. They look like, bro, I take people down all the time mm-hmm. and I never put on one of them. Mm. So do you think I should teach or should my son go into self-defense class or that's just yes. that's just hyping it up more? No, 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 no. My daughter is seven years old mm-hmm. and I teach her self-defense. No. Man. No, no. Um, Okay, and this is why I'm going to say no. You should teach them. Because I was stationed in Wisconsin for three and a half years. And it's just what they do. Kids, eight, nine, boys, 10, 12, 14, honey. Honey, with hunting rifles, mm-hmm. shoot and killing deer. So at that age, they're learning how to shoot and kill. Yeah. So if you're learning how to shoot and kill at 10 to 14, you're numb to death. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So, so why aren't we teaching our kids at that age how to protect themselves? Hmm. Wow. And you know that they that's bonding to them. Let's go hunting, yes. Dad. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm talking yeah. about women. I'm talking about girls and boys. No, I, when I joined the Marine Corps, I, 95% of white kids already know how to shoot. I'm the client. I've never shot a pistol in my life. They're looking right. at my rifle. They're looking at me like, where you been all your life? I'm looking at them like, I never needed. Right. So no, I, self-defense. Because when you teach them self-defense, 
they're going to teach them how to protect themselves. Right. And it's a whole different level. So, mm-hmm. yes. I, any kid, any woman, you should self-defense. It's like... Yeah. I recommend it. But can we all right now, just each one of us, go around and just say, in honor of this, not just this man, but everyone that has went before us, given their life, lost their life, their lives been taken. Say, I can't breathe. Mm. I'll say it first. Mm. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And I can't breathe. Black lives matter. All lives matter. But let's value who we are. Mm-hmm. Right now, we don't know what, what's going to happen because you had people at home with a pandemic eight, ten weeks. So their energies are high. Mm-hmm. So they have this excess energy. I just hope that we stay on the path and something positive definitely comes out of all of the protesting. Um, I want to thank the people that are not of, that are not black Americans that are out there standing, protesting for us and are on our behalf. I saw a sign that says, um, that said white people have a distaste and a dislike for the white people who believe that black lives don't matter. Mm. It was held by a white person. Right. So I don't know what the way is to turn this around, but something has to start somewhere. Reggie, um, thank you again for being on the show. Greatly appreciate it, as always. As always. Thank you. And be blessed. Be safe. And we will talk at you later, okay? Oh, and know that you are valued. Yes, thank you. Don't worry. Hey, I'm not going to repeat what I... Just read my Instagram post. Hey, it's something pop off then. Right. It is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, guys, so that is today's show. Um, I want y'all, I'm going to ask this of y'all. If y'all are um, listening to this show, please share it. Please Please. share the show. Um, Also, next week, or actually this Friday, first Fridays. We gonna wind down from the week and we gonna get June started off right. We have to have a good June. Yes. Summertime. Yes. We have to have to have to. We just want to have everything good. Everything Find good. something peaceful yes. to hold on to. Yes. So um, be looking out on my Instagram page. Um, she's misunderstood. Dot twenty, and on Facebook, Nisi Perkins. She's misunderstood for um, which social media we're going to be going live on because I haven't really decided yet, but we will be going live this Friday coming up June 5th at 9.30 p.m. our time, which is what's central.
Yes. So you can listen to us if you're getting ready. You shouldn't be going out nowhere, really. But if not, you know, you can grab your favorite beverage. Oh, because I'm going to bring my favorite beverage. Okay, which I don't know what that is. And we're going to sit down and we're just going to conversate and drop some nuggets of knowledge. Yeah. Because it's time to remove the labels that have us misunderstood. Mm -hmm. It's time to remove the question marks. It's time for a new voice because the one thing that the world fears is a successful black woman and a successful black man married together, raising a family. Mm 